0: Guys, it's hot take without hot hey, take oh. here. We're back for another episode of Junior Senior Two Views. Let's get straight to it. Um, takeaways from the national championship game. Now, I was completely wrong with my prediction. I thought it was going to be a Duke Villanova game, well, you thought but two. it was yeah, yeah, but it was Kansas versus Nor- versus Tar Heels, yeah. and Kansas took it. Well, well, it's the biggest comeback in, in, in yeah. history. I mean, they were trailing by 50 and a half. But, uh, UNC choked. They did. Oh, they did. They, they did. did. They did massively. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were thinking coming out of halftime, but they choked. But They just time. got taken over by a huge
1: run. I mean, it was a ser- it was a game of runs because Kansas City, Kansas, sorry, in the beginning of the second half, outscored. They were on a run, and UNC yeah. were not. They able to finally come back.
0: got the three point shooting that they needed. They did, and yeah. I
1: think it was just a matter of just wanting it more, and yeah. UNC had a lead, and I think they got too comfortable, yeah. and then you had the second half, and then, you know, they just couldn't, they couldn't maintain that lead, so it's, it's one of the biggest, they pretty much outscored it, like it was 40-25 at the half, and UNC only scored 20, 20 points, 25 points in the second half, yeah, but Kansas scored forty odd. Yeah, so they
0: scored more and they they won and they did the But you're probably happy because Duke's not in there. Oh,
1: I'm happy because if we talk about the game beforehand, Duke choked that one yeah. against UNC, and it was fitting because Coach Mike Szczebski, in his first game as coach, lost to the to Tar Heels. His very first game as Duke yep. coach, and his last game. A loss against quite Arizona.
0: potentially his last game. There's it been, is his last game. There's been murmurings but yeah,
1: come on, no, you've talked about it. You got your presence. You got everybody showing up. Off you go. You don't have to do anything more. <laughs> Next one.
0: What does it say that Mike Malone re- received an extension from the Nuggets? Now, I think he's a good coach, Mike Malone. He's taken the Nuggets, um, to where they where they can start building. But I think it just relies on health for the Nuggets. Um, they're in a Western Conference that's going to get harder as the years go on. It's already but, hard. It's already and, hard, and it's already hard. Well, it's not even like getting harder; but it's already hard. I think they just need they just need health, and they need a couple of things. They need guys like Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray to take that next step.
1: Well, they need to come back from injury.
0: They Forget need. About this they next need step. both of them need to be healthy, and both of them need to take that next step. We saw flashes from Jamal Murray in the bubble, turning into a potential superstar. Hmm, he's been injured. He's but, come back since. But we just need both of them to be... They just need both of them to be healthy and to take the next step to take that Nuggets into what they want to be.
1: Yeah. I think it says that despite the fact that they don't have those players, uh, Nikola Okic is, once again, has, there's talk about him and his MVP, his MVP um, abilities. And so you have that and the fact that the injuries haven't stopped them. And... You know Denver's going to you know obviously going to make noise in the first round. I don't know who they end up facing, but I think it says a lot about the fact that they think that Mike Malone is the right guy going forward. Well, he's
0: given them a culture. He's given them a culture of winning, and he's and from how he coaches that team, he is one of those one of those coaches who who's not just solely a players coach, but is a a coach that values his players but gives them also gives them an environment which is uh more more democratic mm-hmm. than than coaches who will be in your face such as a George Carl type mm-hmm.
1: all right so next question here is surprised by ash Barty's retirement
0: yeah uh very i think everybody in australia everybody across the tennis world was shocked i mean she was at the top of her game she she just won the australian open and she retires out of nowhere but i think it was the best move for her uh she's won everything she could have ever wanted and she and you remember like if you go back she had dealt with injury concerns and her and underperformance and now she's starting to hit her stride and she's won everything she's ever wanted at the top of her game she leaves and mm-hmm. i think that's the right move
1: well, I think it's her move. Yeah. It's, it's it's singles tennis. It's an individual sport as far as that's concerned. Yeah. It's not like she's playing at doubles and she's affecting her teammate. She is her own decision maker. And she's got nothing to prove to anybody. So yeah. the idea is to finish out on top. How many times have we seen, you know, this from the sports world where you have players hanging on, hanging on, hanging on. You know, they shouldn't be hanging on. They should be getting their pink slip and leaving. Mm-hmm. And then it just gets worse for them, so they really—it's for her. It's the time to do it, and why not do it on while you're on top, while, while rather than being at the bottom of your performance that way. So I yeah. think it's fine.
0: And in, also in tennis, players have a much shorter peak, unless you're, of Serena, course, un, unless you're Serena Williams. Of course, there is. Uh, how concerned should Brooklyn be about Ben Simmons not doing any b- basketball activities? I think they should be what concerned. Activities? His his I think his basketball activities. I think that, but apparently his back has really been and the back injury is huh. a, an injury. It's uh-huh. a crippling injury. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. it, it is crippling. It's and crippling you can speak the, from the experience. Oh well, yeah,
1: I have a bad back, but I mean not on the level of, of Ben Simmons or whatever back injury that is bothering him. I just think it's 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 not it's not even money because. James Harden's playing, yet Ben Simmons has not. And yeah. so the Mets are stuck with him for the rest of this season, going into the playoffs. There's only a few games left before the playoffs start. They don't have him there. So you basically got him and haven't seen what he can do. So I think well, it's... Well, if they,
0: if they give him an off season, It's a huge concern. If they give him an off season to where he's on... Uh, he's with an organization that will help him rehab and from that injury... I think he could come back. Yeah, but next this this season, is like but...
1: almost like you know, the defection you get when you buy something and then you unwrap the present, and then there's this huge issue with it. Yeah. This is Ben Simmons. Nothing was known about this back issue when they got him. This wasn't reported. Yeah. So it just came out now that he's got a bad back. So you got it. He hasn't played a single game this season, and the yeah. Nets would have preferred to have a healthy Ben Simmons as opposed to giving away. A relatively healthy James Harden yeah. to help the Sixers cause. So that that, that you got to feel like that. if you're a Nets, you got to feel slightly gypped.
0: Yeah. Uh, Miami court sideline argument help or hurt the team? Now this was an argument that was picked up uh, between Udonis Haslem, Udonis Haslem, Jimmy Butler, and Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra. Yep. Um, apparently, Jimmy said something out of pocket that mm. Udonis or Spolstra didn't like.
1: So reportedly, he said the Spolstra like, as if to challenge him to like a fight, almost challenging him to like a physical fight. And then Udonis Haslam, who, let's face it, doesn't play at all. If you're yeah. the if you're the Heat, he he's been on the Heat his entire career, but he's like the elder statesman. He's the guy who keeps things in check with that team. And he got up and was telling Jimmy Butler, "I'll oh, kick your ass." And then Spolstra kind of fired up. The Heat were in a very bad place. They had lost several games. And even after that, they lost games. They lost to the Nets. They lost to the Bucs. They lost the teams. So I'm not sure if if they're over that. And I'm not sure if that... I don't see them getting far in the playoffs. I can see this being disruptive. And I don't know. I think that the makeup of the team that got to the bubble, you know, two years ago, I don't
0: think it's the same team. And, the Maybe Jimmy
1: Butler's used up his time there. I don't he know. Kind of has this penchant for doing yeah,
0: it. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to mention. Jimmy Butler is the type of player who he he's he demands a lot out of his himself and especially out of his teammates. We saw that in Minnesota. Yep, and, his, and that didn't and last And his act long. wore thin with Cat and work Wiggins. In, didn't work in Philly. Didn't work in Philly. Nope. And he, he 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 said the reason why he didn't resign was because of Brett Brown. Yep. And now, now it's happening again in Miami with a relatively young team, mm-hmm. so it's just interesting. He he has a very short shelf life in the NBA.
1: He's a look. I, he's a, he's Jimmy Butler. You don't. I don't equate him to be superstar. He's a good player. He's a star he can, player. He can do a lot of things great. Yeah. He wants to be a leader, but I think sometimes his actions get in the way of what he needs to be doing. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna look at the next one. And I'm pulling it up now. And the next question is: LeBron Re- recently said he's having the time of his life. Why? Well, so it was a couple weeks ago, he saying he's at the time of his life.
0: Look, basketball is separate wow. from a player's actual life. <laughs> the time and of look, life. look, LeBron's life is his life. Basketball is separate from his actual life, and it, it's his life. But at the end of the day, he's he doesn't really have that much to prove to a lot of people. Like he's, or well, to anyone really, he's got four of them things. And he's he wants the, the statistics to keep piling up for him. That's no probably ma- where he's having the time no, of his life. No matter what happens. Well, so, this, this
1: was on the heels of the Cleveland trip. Yeah. The Cleveland trip was nostalgic. He was loving the idea of getting the cheers from the fans. It was something to focus on besides how bad the Lakers are. Yeah. How this much closer they are to not making the playoffs at all, let alone a play in. Yeah. And so, and he's chasing the scoring title. Yeah. So there's other things that are taking up his time. Mm-hmm. This season has been a dumpster fire for him because he's never finished this poorly. You can even go back to the years in Cleveland well, where he's done that poorly.
0: Well, the only, the only other times he's missed the playoffs were in 2018-19 with, right. the, with a transitioning Lakers yes. team. And the 2004 5 season, with the uh, the 2004 5 season and the 2003 4 season. Well,
1: either way, it's a disappointment, it's a dumpster fire. And so, obviously, he's having a time of life if you're not focusing on how bad the team is.
0: Yeah. Are the Bucs the team to represent the East at the end? Potentially. Like, they look good. They look good, man. They just recently lost to the Mavs, and it took a superstar performance well, from, from yeah. Luka Doncic of course, to do of it. Course. It took a 32, 15, and 9 performance from Luka Doncic to do it. Yes. But, my God, the Bucks look good. They, as, look, they look good as far as... What's a championship hangover? Well,
1: it's not even that. It's, it's, it's a long season, and you're sort of tuning up, and you're facing potential you know, rivals
0: if you're talking about facing the Nets yeah. and so on. So you see they look a step above almost see, I I don't I, it depend, I don't care about seeding. They just look a step above everyone else in the Eastern Conference right now. Well, there's health too because they got yeah.
1: Brooke Lopez back. He was out most of the season with yep. a bad back. That's going to help them as far as their depth goes, as far as their positioning goes. So it was you know, it's all coming together. And when you've been there and you you've kept your team intact and now the road still goes through your to your town. You have that extra bit of swagger.
0: Giannis has been healthy all season long, and in the MVP race. Yeah. So, and, and there were concerns about his knee that he messed up in the Eastern Conference Finals, but he has not shown not a long time any sort of no. a, any sort of knee problems or anything. No, no, it's durability. And he's been fantastic. He has been one of the best basketball players in the world this season. And there are people giving him his disrespect, not even putting him in their top five, not even discussing him. ESPN, I'm looking straight at you. Well, they're not, look, not they're, discussing him in their top ten. But they're haters. I mean, look at the
1: end of the day. Look, people like people like to see the the, the good teams fall. Heavy is the crown that's worn. Yeah, that's it. Okay, next. Yeah. How many further years before? The Sacramento Kings I'm going to give playoffs. my little
0: rant on this Sacramento team. You've already I, heard the, these rants. I, re- I recently went on to Basketball Reference and had a look at how much salary they're going to be paying in the in the ensuing years. You're going to be paying De'Aaron Fox 24 to $25 million for the next four more years. Mm-hmm. He is... He, De'Aaron Fox is a good player. Borderline all-star. Mm-hmm. He's... Right now... I don't think he's developed into that kind of money for Sacramento. I don't think he's a franchise player. Yeah. He's limited offensively. He's a great playmaker, but he's limited offensively. There's only so many things he can do to score the ball. Can't he can create his own shot, but only to a certain extent. But but how many? Rather
1: than you're going be, into the whole you're going be history about how bad this team is.
0: You're going to be paying. You're going to be paying a bonus. 18, like $60 million over the next two more years okay. or three more years, and Harrison Barnes, the same amount over the next three How more many years. more years? I feel like it's going to be at least another three. Another three years. Because they, and they're going to be stuck in this little... They, they're they not going to leave this little third, 14th seed to 11th seed mediocrity that they got going on okay. right now. I'm going to
1: say five years. I'm going to say that because
0: I think, look, I honestly
1: believe this: that they got what they wanted as far as ownership got, because ownership got a new stadium. Well, here's so the th- because they got a new stadium, they get to know that they
0: can stay there. Here's the thing, with though: all the things in front of them going up at R- there. Rana, Vivek Rana is the only reason that they still exist in Sacramento right now. He's also the single singular reason as to why this franchise is still a dumpster fire. Oh well.
1: I'd say five years. you say three. I'd, I'd but
0: they're, they're just terrible. As a historic franchise, they are a losing franchise. They have a losing culture. Mm-hmm. Even when DeMarcus Cousins was there putting up insane numbers in his prime, they had a losing culture. And a losing culture, you can learn that from the Sabres, a losing culture permeates everything that it touches in a sports franchise. Yep.
1: Okay, next.
0: All right. Um... How significant is Jacob DeGrom's injury? Pretty significant. Uh, you're losing the Mets, uh, obviously. just It's so frustrating. Jacob DeGrom can't stay healthy. He can never stay healthy. He's so good. He's the best pitcher in the league. And he can never stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, he's a workhorse. But then, again,
1: this is kind of the finite life of a pitcher. I mean, unless you have God-given te- strength, like a Nolan Ryan or Randy Johnson. I mean these the pitchers nowadays are not pitching the way pitchers back then. They don't complete games is something that doesn't happen in baseball very often as we know. And Jacob DeGrom is a hard thrower. He's not a big dude. He's a thin guy with a big arm and arms break down. And so, you know, it's not a, to me from a physics standpoint, it's unusual and it's not natural for, you know, pitchers to be pitching and, you know, putting their arm through that much trauma. Yeah. That catches up to you. So, it's disappointing, and it's a hole in a rotation that was supposed to have a one-two punch.
0: DeGrom ensures it. But now you have Bassett. You still have Bassett, though, who can be... He was the number one in any other franchise. I know, franchise. but
1: I, I just don't know... I mean, I... I st- Jacob Degrom is your two-time Cy Young Award winner. Yeah,
0: luckily though, place, luckily though, it's only like a three to four week thing. It could be longer.
1: The, the but, same thing happened last year. Yeah, what happened during? What happened? He was gone before the All Star break and never came back. But there
0: was no timeline on that one. I know,
1: but he never came yeah. back because he wasn't good. So I mean, like it's it's unfortunate. You don't want to rush him back. You want to make sure he's healthy. But the one two punch that you had or had in mind with Degrom and Scherzer. He was supposed to be the opening day starter. He's not going to be now. So, I think the rest of the rotation after Scherzer is a bit questionable. Yeah, Bassett after a,
0: after Scherzer and Bassett. You,
1: no, I think after De, Grumman and Scherzer. I mean Bassett. Yeah, he's come from the A's, but this is New York. It's a different situation. I don't know. I don't know him. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if he's that great. You got Carrasco. who's sort of hot and cold. You going to get Taiwan Walker back out there? He had a, he had a five hundred season pitching. So I don't know. There's a lot of question marks there. A lot.
0: Um, Dave Roberts helping or hurting with predicting the Dodgers will win the World Series? I think this. Uh, I think it honestly helps this team. You've got you. Like, how are you gonna hurt a team that has veteran leadership all over the place and the best players money can buy? Mm. Who has been deep in the playoffs year after year? <coughs> how are you gonna be hurting them?
1: I mean, I I don't think the comment's wrong yeah. at all. I think it's just kind of like. Come get us! Well, look at come how, get us. We look, got a, we got a stacked look, lineup. We got a stack rotation. Well, look at
0: the you know look at this. Nothing's changed. Look at the weapons they have on display. They're throwing out some of the best p- players money can buy. You know, there's something interesting now. If
1: you really look at the trajectory of where things have gone, as a Met fan, the crosstown rival, the the Yankees were considered. That's where you went. You know, that's where you went as a free agent. That's where you went for the big bucks. It's changed. Yeah. Now the tides have changed. It used to be New York and L.A. Now it's just L.A. And the Dodgers have money to throw at everybody. Yeah. And they're spoiled for talent. You're Dave Rogers. You're laughing. You don't even know what to do with with this much talent. Yeah. So I don't blame them for going, yeah, we're the
0: team to beat. I can't see why we're not. You know the biggest thing for me with this, especially with their rotation, they, they've got so much depth that they're starting. Julio Urias... Won twenty plus games last season in the regular season, mm-hmm. t- starting. They s- most of the season he was a long reliever. Mm-hmm. That's how much they have. That's ridiculous. On any other franchise, Julio Urias would be an ace. Of course, you have that much. You
1: brought Kershaw for one back for one more year. i um, again. You don't. It, 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 there's nobody near the Dodgers. In terms in, of in the West, um, in, in the division, in, ter- it. in
0: terms of on paper talent, no. no, no. So if you're Dave Roberts, duh. Why wouldn't you say that? Like you just, and you also got Freddie Freeman this offseason, as if you didn't need enough. Why not add to the add to the fun? Okay, let me
1: look at the next one here. Yep, you got it. Let's look. It says here, what was the purpose for Colin Kaepernick's participation in the spring game at Michigan?
0: Publicity. He's still considered to be is to be um, an activist, but he's also a f- he was also a football player first and foremost. So I think he wants to get back in the NFL. He wants that, but and he's trying everything to do so. But I don't think it will happen no matter how many publicity stunts he does. No, uh, I don't know. I think it was more
1: about publicity for Jim Harbaugh, unfortunately. Jim Unfortunately, Harbaugh. honestly, honest to God, I, I will I look at this with my eyes closed thinking, you know, there's a connection here. Jim Harbaugh will say, you know, looking back at his time with the 49ers, he was the one who decided to start with Colin Kaepernick and sit Alan, Alex Smith down. You know, he was the one who sort of groomed him. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't I don't I think that's just it. I think it's Well, both of them. I, I think it's Jim Harbaugh's way of trying to cement his standing at Michigan, well, you know, both, saying, "Look, Bygones be bygones. I was looking for an NFL job, but I'm here. Well, both
0: of them them have either been excommunicated from the NFL or have excommunicated themselves well, from well, the NFL.
1: I will say that Jim Harbaugh, as far as Jim Harbaugh is concerned, he obviously excommunicated himself. There was enough interest there, and there was enough opportunity. And there's always there. been enough interest there. Of course, for him. there's been enough interest there, enough opportunity to do it. But obviously, in my opinion, he's decided to burn things down and then turned around and went hmm, this college gig might not be so bad after all. I get a lifetime gig and a hell of a lot more money and a hell of a lot less stress.
0: Yeah, because you got new kids coming through. You got in kids coming through them. every day. It's a conveyor belt. You don't need to worry about grown men and making more money than you. Yeah. It's the signing of Albert Pujols for the card, significant or ceremonial. I think it's um a bit of both. Pujols nowadays, he's still a serviceable hitter. We showed that with the Dodgers. On a short contract, he's still a serviceable hitter, um, but I also think it's pretty ceremonial as well. You've got potentially the last the last couple of year last year of the Wainwright Molina battery, and now you're bringing in Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. And Pujols is a weird case because obviously in 2012 he was given that mega deal by the Angels, fell off sharply after the first year, mm-hmm. and for the rest of that contract was terrible.
1: Um, I will say it's more ceremonial than anything else. I don't think it's going to significantly make the Cardinals be that much better in the Central. They'll sit and hover where they always hover, right around third, fourth place with the rest of the teams in the Central. I can't necessarily pull them apart and say
0: they're the central they're the favorite. And then all of a sudden they go on, no, they I go, mean, they go on a massive yeah, run. No, and...
1: I, I think it's ceremonial. I think you're right. It's about sort of bringing things full circle. The universal DH now helps things. Yeah. That never happened. Would Albert Pujols be playing in St. Louis? Maybe not. It helps that that exists now. Because then you can have him be a DH. He won't be playing the field much I don't think so So he'll be that
0: DH guy coming in He'll be the guy He was a a DH He hits very well against left-handers That's where he'll be doing Well he was a DH for the Dodgers When they played AL teams Right But that's when they played Now we have the universal DH This helps sort of bring things full circle So I think it's more ceremonial than anything else a um, couple happy birthdays Happy birthday to Vaughn Miller, 33 Signed um, a big contract with yeah, the Bills just Bills now 120 million, 6 years He's a good player That's going to run up until he's 39 But Vaughn Miller is one of the best edge rushers I've seen in my lifetime mm-hmm. So dominant, so agile So quick
1: Potentially could you know Could be wearing a gold Bills jacket another. Oh, he'll be
0: wearing a gold jacket when he's yeah. done playing
1: Potentially could get the Bills to that next level So that was a big signing for them um, you know, they decided to go all in on him, so more power to him. And he could potentially win a third Super Bowl yep. out of that. So Happy birthday to Derek Carr, one of the
0: most crim- it's a while ago. Yeah, criminally underrated quarterback in the NFL. I think he doesn't get enough credit for leading a horrible Raiders team when he was drafted mm. for so long mm. and never getting enough credit credit and that one year that they had he got injured before the playoffs
1: mm, um yeah very i, I look I, I don't think he, I think he's not talked enough in the discussion around you know quarterbacks but I think the fact that now the west is stacked with a stud quarterback in each team i think that raises his profile a lot more um you know there were rumors about him potentially going somewhere else potentially going to the commanders because the commanders had their eye on him he must thank the stars that the Raiders didn't pull that trigger. Why would they? Uh, who they
0: who they have behind him? Marcus right. Mariota? Well, who left.
1: So I mean unless they were offering Marcus a starting job, it didn't matter. So I think it's it, you know, like I said, I think Derek Carr is not talked about enough because of the other quarterbacks in the league, but certainly happy birthday to him.
0: Um that's our show for a wrap. Uh, for this for today. Yep. Um if you're coming from TikTok, welcome. We do this thing welcome, two times a week. Welcome. And we've got a lot more content coming up in the next in the next ensuing weeks. We've got a lot more sports to talk about. Yep. NFL Draft is coming up soon. NHL playoffs. NHL playoffs as yes, well. Yes. Teams looking to get Lord Stanley. We'll be covering that throughout this period, and we'll see you then. Ciao.